Greetings, Wargamers. We're your hosts, Trevor, Jay, Josh, and this is Shane Attack. Attack. is sponsored by Discount Games Incorporated. Discount Games Incorporated specializes in customer service, low prices, and prompt shipping. You can find our web store at www.discountgamesinc.com. Chain Attack. I'm your host Trevor, and I'm currently playing Into the Breach right now as we record. Thanks to my friend Josh Wheeler. <laughs> and have you considered maybe like podcasting during podcasting? No, not really. <laughs> Just gonna throw that out there. This is a Reese's <laughs> peanut butter cup situation. He got his peanut butter into our chocolate, Jay. Oh, okay. <laughs> so I'm Jay, and I. I ate something today, and uh, it made me think of you, Josh, because it's it's one of your really probably greatest failings as a human being. Wow! <laughs> yeah, my my watch doesn't agrees with me, I guess. Uh, but I had a, a piece of pie, and it just made me think about how it was just incomprehensible to me that my good friend Josh does not like pie. <laughs> Uh, I'm Josh, and there are pies that I like. Now, let's be clear that I will eat all of them. (laughs) But if the pie doesn't have chocolate, caramel, or butterscotch in it, I don't even know why you would eat it. What? What? Those are the weirdest, strangest things to put in a pie I've ever heard. I'm not saying combined. I'm just saying, like, fruit is not a dessert. All this fruit pie garbage you people are trying to foist off on me. I'm, I'm sorry, this podcast is over. I can no longer be friends with it. <laughs> fruit pie really, is if, a no-go for me. If there was Let's anything... Let's trade fruit with... pie right now. Design. Ten. Fun. <laughs> Ten. Go, yes. Clearly your grading is ignoring chocolate pie. Chocolate doesn't belong in pie. Put it in cake. Whoa, whoa. Put it in oh, pie. see, Great see? There can be multiple methods of, of heresy for Jay. <laughs> All I'm saying is that if there's anything that proves that Josh is not actually Captain America, it's his hostility <laughs> towards fruit pies. <laughs> Amazing. I, also like, I also like that we, we've honed in on like the hostage treat that, that Josh can make when he's being held ransom as God Emperor of, of Ammon. <laughs> if I say send cherry pie, you'll know that I'm in big trouble. Is that what you're telling me? Yes, exactly. <laughs> Amazing. That's good. I've always wondered on those hostage tweets what I should say. And you're right. <laughs> That's the perfect one. All right. Well, uh, I guess before we jump into things, uh, a few shill things to uh, to throw out there. Shillify? Yeah. So first, for Discount Games, Inc., uh, by the time this is live, there should hopefully be a few things for you to purchase. Uh, the first one is we have well, we have some of the Warcaster Kickstarter stuff 
Uh, this wave of stuff, we're selling at 15% off and no rebate uh, since it's the early stuff, etc. Um, so if you're interested in the game or if you were wanting to expand what you got, go check that out. Just do a search for Warcaster and Kickstarter on our website and it will have uh, stuff for you to buy. Um, the other thing to check out is, uh, by the time this is live, hopefully I should also have live. I, I got a collection of mini crate models, a bunch of them that, um, they're, they're all new unassembled. They don't have, um, like the mini crate boxes, uh, but they do have the cards, not that the cards really matter anymore. Uh, but if you've been missing some mini crate, uh, minis, Go check that out and, and pick some up. I feel like this is like the Kickstarter website, and I should not go look because then I will see at least one of the things that I want. That's probably true, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, I can, I know myself. I would probably rebuy the Swamp Whore if that's one of the ones that you have. I think it is, yeah. I, I think, <laughs> of course it is. Yeah, I, I think that you'd be like, yes, I, I do need to own six Swamp Sirens. <laughs> It, I, I should say there's on um, the ones that I have in general, it's like five or six of that uh, item I have. Available. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. interesting. Okay. Yeah. Um, okay. So, uh, Josh, I feel like we we need to do like an '80s training montage, and and we can do this right now. But uh, like, really, your your shield master skills have atrophied, and <laughs> we we need you to practice them a little bit. So. Uh, give me your best pitch why people should uh, support the Chain Attack Patreon. I don't have a sweet gray hoodie on, so I don't know if the training montage will work, Jay. But oh, no. the reasons why, uh, number one is because you entertain me more than I entertain you. <laughs> Probably not a good one, is it? Dang it. Uh, number two, because you get to be in on conversations that no one else on this planet will ever participate in. Uh, obviously, that's for the brigade members, those who take the plunge at our second the tier of backing. Yes. And, yes. Uh, uh, they are some of my favorite conversations. So there is that. Yeah, you can help influence what Josh uh, spends his recreation time on next or imagines spending his recreation time on. And let's see. The reason to back at the basic level is to get sweet, sweet bonus episodes early. And basically feel disconnected from um, linear time. That's the service we provide. All right. Well, <laughs> I, I feel like you've made some some progress on leveling up, so that's good. <laughs> I did not achieve the milestone. I understand. Uh, before we dive into the main topic, was there there anything that either of you had to say? Uh. For the record, rewatching the Marvel Cinematic Universe movies is a lot of fun. And now I've read some awesome Hulk comics because I watched the Hulk. <laughs> the old Hulk. The 2011 Hulk with Edward Norton, which was which, frankly was better than I expected. It? it was. Like, I must have ignored it when it came out. Huh, like, interesting. Because the Ang Lee Hulk hurt me so badly. Yeah, that's yeah, fair. That one's pretty rough. So there you go. I'm looking forward to. So. Right now, Brian and I are doing a science fiction movies uh, rewatch. And so, so far, we've watched like Ready Player One, Ender's Game, Contact, Arrival, Interstellar, Moon, uh, 
we'll continue on with stuff like shuns, sunshine, etc. Um, yeah, but that sounds that's, amazing. That's been fun. Yeah. Do you? I don't understand sunshine. Eternal um, sunshine? Is that what you're talking about? No, it's it's a sci-fi movie that's its name is Sunshine. Oh. It's strange. Yeah, to say the least. Uh, the thing that's strange <laughs> about it is like the first half of it. What's right? the okay, elevator okay. pitch? Give me the elevator pitch. Um. Well, see, the thing is, the, the elevator pitch is, like, really cool, right? So it's like, okay, the sun's dying. They have to go restart the sun. All right. Cool. Okay, that sounds cool, right? And then yeah. you get halfway through, and it, like, takes a left turn at Albuquerque, and you're like, what is going on here? <laughs> uh, but it is also a very beautiful movie, so it has that going for it That's as well. not the one with, uh, it's not George Clooney, is it? No, that's Solaris. Oh, okay, okay. All right. Uh, which is also a pretty good movie. And doesn't take quite as bad of a left turn at Albuquerque. I mean, and do you do you feel the same way? Like, am I am I giving justice here, Trevor? Uh, uh to Sunshine. Yeah. Or am um, I describing it ac- ac- accurately? I mean, to be fair, it's been a while since I've seen it, and I just remember when it was done. I, you know when those phone conversations that you just basically end by not saying anything, you just kind of hang up because you like <laughs> you don't know what the heck just happened. That's kind of like what I, the feeling I had. I just basically hung up. I really didn't know what to. I, I didn't know what to think when I was done with it, and I it was kind of one of those movies that was painful enough watching it that I had no desire to go back. So I, it's one of those that maybe on a rewatch I wouldn't feel nearly as confused or uh, pained by, uh, but I just don't have any desire to. This will probably be about my fourth time watching it, I'm guessing. Holy cow. I, I think that, I, honestly, I don't remember a ton of, enough about it to actually give you a, a solid opinion, but I do remember being put off kilter enough by the plot twists, I guess, that I just, it didn't. It lost me uh, emotionally, I guess. Okay, well, <laughs> there he has it. <laughs> uh, you can uh, join the Chain Attack Brigade and tell us your thoughts on <laughs> Sunshine. <laughs> we do have a we do have a movies and TV uh, sub channel, so that actually is one of the more active channel uh, sub channels. So, all right. So, Trevor, you had an idea for this episode. Uh, can you? Sure. So nope. it's interesting to me that um, as we get older, uh, I mean, we're old nerds, but certainly um, other people have experienced this even, you know, within their lifetime, even younger people, in that Hollywood and uh, beyond that, uh, board games, video games, at points during uh, our lives, they get remade, sometimes for better or for worse. And what surprises me is every time the announcement comes up that something's being remade or rebooted or restarted, there is, there's two different reactions I see. And sometimes they're from the same people. And I don't understand why they get two different reactions. The first reaction is excitement. Hey, this sounds really cool. And then the other one is please don't remake my beloved property. Recently, a good example was there, there came this uh, rumbling out of Hollywood that they were going to remake Princess Bride. And the angst and hatred that came from everybody on social media at this idea just sort of, I don't know if it surprised me, because I mean, I felt the same hatred or angst towards Hollywood if they were going to touch this well-beloved movie. 
Um, but then you'll hear things, you know, where people they'll remake something else um, and people are excited for the same thing. Uh, I mean, obviously, Dune, uh, we've talked about repeatedly on this. And, and while it's a, it was originally a book, there have been two attempts to m- turn that into uh, film previously. Yet we're still excited because maybe the first two attempts were not well done, but maybe maybe it's whoa, not whoa, a property. Whoa, 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 let's that, not that, get hasty. <laughs> but maybe the property never <laughs> translates well to video. Anyway, so I wanted each of us to, um, we're going to kind of take turns and we're going to pick a property and we're going to discuss whether or not this is something that should be remade um, or never touched and then maybe, maybe try to figure out why um, and then we'll vote on it and we'll move on to the next one. Okay, I have I have one to start us out. Okay. Okay. Uh, so my my first idea to pitch to you is uh, the last unicorn. <laughs> okay. Strong, strong like bear. In your remake, Jay, will it be animated or live action? Uh, let's go with computer animation. Mm, okay, because oh. I want to I want to go on the record that. The trend right now seems to be that that would be the kind of thing they would remake live action. Yeah, okay. that's probably true. I'm, I'm straight out if it's live action. Straight <laughs> out. <laughs> like what? What the? What the heck is that trend? I don't understand. Why drives me nuts? Look, I'm, I'm out if it's live action. Name our Disney over. <laughs> okay. Um, if it's computer animated, I'm in. So, I guess first off, I'm curious on your guys's. What, what you guys think of this property as it was, because it kind of feels to me like it's one that like could have been really good, but fell just a little bit short and was kind of a little bit bewildering. But I'm, I'm curious if you guys felt that same way. Man, I don't feel like it fell short, but I also feel like I see The Last Unicorn through very heavy nostalgic lenses. Like, I don't think I've watched it as an adult. But my children have, like, while I was driving the car, so I couldn't watch it. Um, but I remember it being, like, I was just, like, captivated by it when I watched it as a, as a kid or a youth. And and somewhat terrified about it. Like, there are some terrifying Yeah, bo- I remember yeah. that, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, mainly with the bowl, if I remember it. But, uh, yeah, it's interesting that you, what, 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 when you say it felt bewildering, Jay, what do you mean? I mean, that's, that might be, that might not be the right term. I guess it, I guess it might better be said that, like, it's, I don't have the strongest memory of it, honestly, other than, you know, I watched it at a fairly young age, and I think that it was a movie that it had, like, a lot of sad parts in it. And, yeah. And you're, and like, when you're a kid, you're like, I, it's not emotions that you're necessarily used to feeling in watching a cartoon. And so that, that may have been part of it as well. I mean, so what I, I remember of it is it's very much a fairy tale. Like it was a very well done, like, and I'm talking like old school Grimm's fairy tale, kind of fairy tale captured in an animation, you know, go ahead, Trevor. Um, I was just going to say, I didn't see it as a child. Okay. Mm. I didn't see it. and I, I'll be honest. I don't remember when, but I, it wasn't, it wasn't until my wife introduced it to me, and and uh, I mean we got married in 2003, so I would have been 27 at the time or 26. Um, so it was after that point. Um, and truthfully, it's been long enough now that I don't really have a lot of recollection of it, other than I do remember it being better than I expected. Um, 
I do remember having a little bit of the 80s cheese to it that most of the animated films from the 80s had. And I didn't mind that because I'm a child of the 80s. So, um, yeah, uh, it's one of those that I think, especially on a redo, I feel like it could be improved, which is why I would be in support of it. Because I think that the core of the story is good. And if you maybe do a little bit of rewrite or something and just improve some sections um, and then give it some great killer animation, I think you could have a great, it would be a great reboot in my opinion. I mean, it was originally a, was it a novel or a graphic novel? I don't have no clue. (laughs) Hold on. I'll find. (laughs) (laughs) So would you guys be in support of it being remade? Or do you think it's one of those classics that shouldn't be touched? I would mm-hmm. be in favor, I think. And but this is this is probably going to be I'm going to be a little bit of a broken record on this. Um, on most of these, I'll end up being in favor of. I'm a, I'm going to ch- challenge that notion next. I'm gonna, it's my turn. Sure. I, there, there's going to be some that I'll be like, no, I don't want it. But <laughs> we'll we'll let you uh, get back, Josh, on your research. Uh, did you have a go or no go vote? For, for um, I think I am a no-go because here's the because thing. Because it's about, not live action? <laughs> well, yes, clearly. You know what? You're dead to me. Uh, here's the thing. Like, I my problem with remakes is that I I worry that there's like, and I'm this is completely false. I'm about to preach the falsest of doctrines to you out there in the world. <laughs> Be prepared. I worry that there is a finite... Uh, level of creative resources allotted to mankind as a species and so every remake we do is a new innovation such as a quiet place or pacific rim you know that we then don't get okay so that's so part we, of so my your, vote your so basically, position is don't remake things because you should be making something that's already been remade long ago. right right i'm saying like it's new it's, to you it's if I say to you to remake a thing, then that is a like a big deal. I'm like the opposite of Jay. Apparently, Josh is is with his entertainment believes in the scarcity doctrine, basically, <laughs> which I'm sure is not the case. Like <laughs> there is so much creativity given to mankind, and I am just a consumer of it. Okay, Trevor, I'm I'm excited for you to pitch me the one I'm going to say no to. <laughs> You are going to say no to it, and Josh is too, but I still have to pitch it because it is, it is in the back of my mind, and it's been in the back of my mind since I decided on this topic. So let's pretend for a moment, because I believe it's going to happen in our lifetimes, and we're going to be not happy about it. Go or no go, Star Wars remade, all of them, not just the original trilogy, but from the beginning. So you take the good with the bad, if the original, if the prequels are remade, the original trilogy gets remade as well. And the final trilogy gets remade? Yeah. Nine Same movies. stories? Uh, uh, essentially, yes. Maybe some Do rewrites. Do I get Rogue you know? One in there too also? Uh, no. No, this is, the, this is the Skywalker story. You drive terrible bargain. I know Who's, I do. Who says Rogue One's so, not part of the Skywalker story? I do. All right, fine. So this is, this is my world, Josh. So <laughs> let's say that a studio comes out and says, we're making Star Wars. We're remaking it, Disney, obviously. But you know, 15 years, 20 so years from now, they say this, we're going to remake is... Star Wars, and we're going to redo all nine movies, and we have a more perfect vision of what's going to happen here. And they're going to be, we're going to put all the money and effort and all the talent we can into directors and writers, etc. Animated or live action? Live action. 
So basically, this is I'm Disney out. doing the animated Beauty and the Beast to live-action Beauty and the Beast money grab, except it's on the Star Wars franchise, and it's, it's just staying live-action, correct? Is that, is that the summary of this? You say money grab like it's a bad thing. No, no, I'm, I'm just asking no, no, for Jay's clarity. A heartless, he's a heartless I, capitalist, too. I'm t- I'm, I believe in art. I believe they're doing it because they want to unify the vision mm, of what the movies yes. look like. They want to improve upon the failures. You know, and maintain the good stuff. Okay, so Josh, you're you're a uh, no go. Uh, I'm a no go. Like, if it was gonna be animated in the uh, Genity Tartarovsky style, I would be a thousand percent on board. If it's just another live action take on the same stories, I'm out. Well, it doesn't have to be live action. We could do animated. That's fine. No, you made the rules already. No, no, we can change. <laughs> We're, we're we're a new and and listening studio. We're we're listening to your ideas, Josh. I am more interested in an animated remake. I guess is what I'm. Saying. But what I'm really more interested in is more stories in the Star Wars world. Like you know, there's so, you would, so many to tell. Like, they're a ton of fun. You you would rather have a new story rather than the retelling? Because it's. Do you guys agree or disagree that at some point during our lifetimes, the Star Wars movies will be remade? Oh man. Um, yeah, I agree because like my dad, you know, well freak the, they all happened in my, yeah, I think they will be. I think they will. I mean, look, what I really want is the freaking Thrawn, uh, storyline done. Yeah, that'd be okay. (laughs) Uh, but yeah, I, so, uh, Trevor, I'm going to surprise you and, and I'm a yes. You are really, I mean, Jay, you know, is the greatest fan of this ever. (laughs) The reason that one of the reasons this came up is I was watching I'm watching um, the Clone Wars animated series right now. And my wife is not really all that interested in it, but she's been watching it tangentially. And and she comes in and I'm in season five right now. And she goes, why does Anakin have a Padawan? And I'm like, well, in between movie two and movie three, he becomes a Jedi Knight and he picks up a Padawan. And I realized that that. Lucas didn't really explain that very well to the audiences who only saw episode two and episode three. But at the very beginning of episode three, you see Anakin and uh, Obi-Wan basically flying into a fight, just like their master and Padawan still. And it's not clear to the maybe non-initiated that, that he's graduated and that Obi-Wan is graduated as well to a master. He's part of the council, etc. This is stuff that the average person may or may not pick up on. I mean, there's so many parts to that story that are so poorly told, especially in the prequels, that I'm just like, man, if these could be remade, but the stories were actually written well and and the direction or acting for Anakin was done well, that and, you know, remove Jar Jar or whatever it is that you want to do in these stories, that this could actually be the arc of Anakin's story and his family's story could actually be something that was... More like what the original trilogy was, but from beginning to end, all nine episodes. And we just don't have that right now. And I don't know that we ever will, because I'm guessing if they remade it, they'd completely screw it up. But, I mean, that's what I want. That's the remake I want. So the reason why I'm a yes is because most of the times when I'm going to be a no is because uh, it's something like The Princess Bride that is, like, basically a perfect movie. And the only way that you can go is down. <laughs> and and while I love the Star Wars movies, by no means do I think that they're perfect. And so um, I, I do think they can be improved upon. 
Yeah, but Empire Strikes Back would certainly not be. Yeah, that's be? probably true. I, well, who knows? Who knows? I'm I'm a go because I I love the whole of the story. I actually love the story arc of Anakin himself, and I just feel like the movies completely dropped the ball in so many ways. This um, is pod racing. <laughs> <laughs> and I feel like much like the solo movie, the story was there, but it just, there were so many things that were thrown in that were so head scratching. There was so much that could have been made amazing, but in the, I guess one of the things that's that, um, you know, as a dirty capitalist, I have to accept is that they're doing this for money, not to entertain me. And that sometimes, you know, cuts have to be made to save budget or whatever. They don't really care whether it's a good product in the end, as long as it's good enough to sell you. And that's fine. But I think um, the other the other thing that is a, a benefit of it and, and that, you know, one of the benefits that Disney's seen from all these remakes of their movies is that, you know, for people our age. Beauty and the Beast, Aladdin, etc. Those were really important movies, but you know, I'm assuming a lot of the kids these days <laughs> haven't haven't watched them as much, and so it gives them a chance to be reintroduced to these stories. And if there was a chance for people to get reintroduced to Star Wars, then you know, great, that's that's fantastic. Yeah, I mean that that honestly is what I enjoyed so much about the new trilogy. I think I've said that before that they really served as a bridge for my kids to. Mm-hmm you know, become fans of Star Wars. Although the Mandalorian did it better. Mm. Like the Mandalorian got more of my kids. Yeah. So, okay, Josh. Okay. So should I be, I'm like a little confused here. Should I be doing a film? Should I be doing obscure cartoons from my youth? You can do anything you want. Anything mm, to be remade. Board that's game, really dangerous. video game, cartoon, TV show. Okay. Then I might have two because I, here's another question. What if, something has only ever existed as one media. That's fine. Then it's not a remake, is it? If I'm saying you're, that you're I, remaking it in that should media. this book become a film? That's uh, a different can, topic. That is a different topic, but we'll tackle it anyway. Go ahead. Should <laughs> this book become a film? Okay, fine. Then I'm doing that one first because I know that it will be a super go by Jay. And that's what I'm <laughs> for is to entertain Jay. Jay, should this novel be made into a, a film? <laughs> The novel on my mind is Goblin Emperor. <laughs> uh, I'm sh- sure I'll say yes. Uh, or should it be like an eight-season series? You know, like um, it does seem like it would be better as a TV series. Do you like yeah, like yeah, Game yeah. of Thrones? Uh, maybe yeah, I should yeah. only say seven seasons, right? We sure. don't we yeah. mention the eighth season. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I would approve. <laughs> <laughs> I forget, Trevor. Have you read that? No. Ah. Uh, so good. he's not going to i know this feels like uh, this feels like it's being disqualified because of how recent it is can you remake something that is oh that's true is it six only years, old? years old huh okay fine then here's the one i was thinking of although there's a lot of these that have been made still along the way but what i want to know is should they remake the original highlander oh gosh <laughs> so I'm going to veto this, anything that Jay says since he probably hates this movie. No, I don't hate it. Um, Can I make I'm going to make a confession, even though I brought the topic up. I've literally I've never, never watched it. this movie. Oh, my heavens. Okay. So <laughs> I, I think like, you're going to, I think you're actually going to agree. What's that? I think you're going to agree with what I'm going to say, Trevor. I, I think that if you're going to remake it, it makes the most sense to remake it as like a Netflix series or something. And 
Like, it would be very easy for yeah, him to have right. a bunch of different encounters each episode. I don't know. I feel like I, I'm going to disagree with that statement. I actually like the storyline or the plot line that we get in the movie. I'm I dislike what happened to it after that in the pre in the the sequels that should have never been made. Um, I, what I about don't. The series? I never watched the series. Oh, you didn't? Oh, that's funny. No, I've never seen anything in the series. Um, I I've seen the original movie. I've seen uh Highlander two and three, and I wouldn't recommend those to anybody. Um, especially I think it's three. I I'm sorry. I'm growing i've seen the first one you know highlander three the sorcerer uh sure (laughs) i don't know they were all so bad anyway (laughs) um but i think i don't want the first one remade i actually there's okay so what if it's what, what if it's just a adjacent story taking place in the highlander universe universe well that's basically what the series was okay I don't think I want that either. <laughs> I mean, you know, you, the adjacent series, you know the end, right? I, I feel like we should form a film company, Jay, where people just pitch things to Trevor. It would be the greatest <laughs> thing ever. <laughs> I I think while I'm not the biggest fan of um, uh, Christopher Lambert as a Scottish Highlander, um, or Sean Connery as a, as a Spaniard. I think that both of them do a pretty good job of what they were given. And I think the story is fantastic and I love Sean Connery. So, um, yeah, I just, I don't feel like it should be remade. I think the original movie is there. I don't, I don't see the value in remaking it unless you're, unless it's a blatant money grab, you know, with star Wars, I can at least look at it and go, I can see the, the, the idea there. And it would be amazing to have the vision that I that I can see in front of me that was never quite made. I just don't see that with Highlander. Okay, so I've got I've got one for you guys now. I think this is going to be just like a windmill slam yes from both of you. Wait, were you a go on Highlander, Jay? Yeah, well, yeah. Okay, okay. That's I, right. I, I forgot. I, I forgot your default position is a go. <laughs> although again I, I want it to be like a netflix series that yeah yeah no i i could totally see that like it could be a witcher style series sure yeah okay so this is a board game that is an old classic board game that will be updated to a more modern take with its rules I'm so, so rules rules changes yes not just okay. a reprint but rules changes got it correct yes modernized rules yeah here yes. we go Okay. Uh, Titan from Avalon Hill. Oh, interesting. Oh, wow. Ah. You're really sticking the thumbs to us, aren't you? (laughs) (laughs) How can you not say yes to this? No, I I, I just have to. Because. I'm ready. I'm ready to have some conversation about it. Here's the thing. The spirit of what you are saying to me, it sings to my soul. Because the idea of. You know, this board where when combat occurs, you go to smaller boards like I freaking you have a strategic board and a tactical board. Yes, I love that concept. Like one of the games I was obsessed with when I was a little kid and my dad still had an Apple IIe was this game called Archon that was basically chess with mythological creatures. And when you would move on, you know, when you would take another piece, you would actually then go into a tactical board and have to fight a real time battle. So theoretically, your manticore, which was the bishop equivalent, could 
could defeat the Phoenix, which was the queen equivalent, but right, like right. you were you were heavily disadvantaged, right? Right. I, that's how I feel about Titan, and so I love the whole concept. Like, and the thing about Titan is like I I've played it on the computer more than I played it in real life because for some reason I don't like the length of the game in real life. Well, in real life, it takes a long time to play. I mean, it's it's incredibly fiddly, and it translates well because the rules are very uh, mechanical. Right, right. And so, like, a modernized version of that, I, it, it, I feel like I'm a go, Jay. I just had to kind of talk it out. Talk like, yourself into it. Sorry that I didn't windmill slam it. But, like, <laughs> no, 100%. Like, I love the idea of, I mean, I don't know if you call it this, but I love the idea of a Shah Razad, where, like, you're playing one game and it goes into another and maybe even an like inception right, right, the right. board game is what I want. <laughs> maybe you should theme it. Retheme Titan I will, is inception the board game and I'm a hundred percent on board. I will say in, I guess I'll, I'll make some of Trevor's anti points for him. <laughs> I'm not going to make any anti points. I just, I'm going to do the same thing that Josh is. I'm going to talk yeah. it through and then I'm at the end. I'm going to say, yes, it would be good. The reason <laughs> I wouldn't is just because of nostalgia. Because it's a, it's a beloved property to me, but I fully admit when I play it that the mechanics of it, especially the movement mechanics, are awful. The me- There's so much about it that's awful. Um, truly, it's a very outdated design. And I love the idea of like a sorcerer building his armies and moving them around a global map and then going into a, a smaller map to have battles right. and having modern rules that play out quickly um, a little bit faster than the game currently does. With the, I, I love the hidden army mechanic of you trying to mm. find the opponent's titan. Like I mean, I still that translates super well still to this day. There's so much about it that's really good, and it's not been recreated by anybody else. Right. It's it's in a lot of ways it's like just this super old game that a lot of the things it did were so innovative. But there's also some things that like with modern design sensibilities just seem like so out of date. Like player elimination but and but some of these are like super core to the identity because player elimination is a key component of this game because you are trying to eliminate all your competitors and can you know grow your forces etc and so there, there is kind of a conflict of like these old outdated design philosophies versus things that are core to its identity one of the things that's most frustrating about titan is the random movement Yes. So certainly somebody who's quite good at the game will be better at positioning their armies than somebody else, and they are going to recruit more consistently. But even those people can have bad roles and other things. And I, you know, in my mind, I've always wondered, would it be a better game if the movement were not random? You could pick, you know, one to six movement or whatever, depending on the size. Maybe it's based on the size of your army, um, but that the recruitment was random. You know, you you mm. pick the the item that you qualify for the the creature, and then you roll to see whether or not that gets recruited. But again, How would you... it's still it's still too random. You'd almost have to have a a money mechanic where you hire by paying, and then you earn money mm. by doing things or something. You know, I don't how, know. How would you feel about having like let's say a deck of six cards, and you would pick you would pick out one of the numbers. That's what you would move, and then you couldn't use that until you have have gone through all of your deck. I'd feel way better about it than what what you currently have, which is Interesting. which right. is uh, rolling randomly. There are times when you're in the right position, and basically all you need and is... And the rest of the game, you don't roll that number. 
Right. <laughs> right. That, that, that stack will sit there for forever. Right. And one of the things that happens is if you let somebody sit in a position forever, and let's say they needed a six, and the six would do a complete loop, and they'd re-recruit the same thing. And they're basically building the stack upon that six. And if you had cards, you could do that, and you would force your opponents to come into you and actually force you off the position. Or to do something about it, try to stop you from doing it. And whereas there's... Right now, people will just kind of like, they'll sometimes let you do that because their hope is that you won't roll enough sixes for it to matter. And and I, I just think that, <laughs> that having the ability to kind of um, dictate that a little bit better and force some of those. I also think that the map completely changed and it was more of a, um, a global style, uh, actual map map rather than this mm. guided path where you Different would... Different loops going on. Yeah. I mean, really at the core, what I want is Heroes of Might and Magic, the board game, which is oh, stop. Which, is, which is what Titan really tries to be mm. and succeeds in a... It, it was probably the grandfather of Heroes in, of Might and Magic, In a 40-year-old style. I mean, it's, yeah. it right. was late, late 70s that it was published first time. I don't remember. You know, before <laughs> my time. Yeah, I mean, the, the, the three listeners who have... Uh, who were there when it came out? Are like... <laughs> Loving this. Everyone else is like, what are you guys even talking about? <laughs> but, uh, Trevor, what is what is your next pitch? Um, oh, you caught me off guard. So come back to me just a second. Okay, Josh. Uh, man, my my pitch is <laughs> But I'm going to say it anyway. Mainly because if my children ever listen to this episode, they will be screaming absolutely not at the television. But I want to know if we should remake Disney's... Avatar? Adventures of the Gummy Bears. Uh, which one's that? Sorry. It's like gummy, gummy bears, bears bouncing here and there and, there and everywhere. That is the most embarrassing moment I've ever had on Chain Attack in nine years of this show. That's, that, that was the Saturday morning series then? It was, uh, yes. It's one of the only ones that Disney has not relaunched or re or actually maybe it's on disney plus i oh. probably went to i would probably went and checked one time and then my children were like do not do that father they have they have bad associations with that cartoon so i really shouldn't even be bringing it up i guess why did they have bad associations with <laughs> i just i don't they just didn't like it like i think really? they had a babysitter who that was all she did was watch it and drove them crazy <laughs> oh it's on disney plus i should just start playing it like I should like leave my phone under my children's bed at night with with episodes. <laughs> of okay, so I've I've got mine now. Um, what are you gonna say? No go or no go on mine? On the adventures of the gummy bears? Yeah. I, I'll be honest. I think I probably only watched I don't know maybe two or three episodes. There were six seasons of this, Trevor. Come on. I, I know, but what, what 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 time slot was it on Saturday morning? Because I'll tell you. I thought I watched it after school. Oh, I don't. That's what I remember. I don't remember it after school. What? Well, uh, yeah, I, I mean, did it ha come on before or after Ducktail? Oh, <laughs> I don't know. Before or after Darkwing Duck? Because I watched those, but I didn't. I never watched. What those. about Tailspin? I did watch some Tailspin, but it was. How about Ch -ch 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 Chip and Dales? Yeah, I watched <laughs> a lot of the Rescue Rangers. <laughs> All right, I'm ready for yours, Trevor. Where you go? <laughs> Uh, so there was a series during the eighties, a TV series, and I, I loved it. Um, I've never been able to rewatch it because it was only available on DVD for a short period of time. And it currently it's not available on DVD and it's not available streaming any. 
Um, the, the DVDs are out of print and, and nobody has, I'm not sure who owns the rights to it. I'm sure one of the big networks has it. Uh, I think I know what you're going to say. And I'm so mad. I didn't think of this. Go ahead. Um, the, the series is, is about a, um, prototype helicopter called Airwolf, uh, that is used <laughs> in weekly adventures. And the main character's name was like Sinjin Smith or something. And, Anyway, they, they would go out and, and, you know, it was it was 80s schlock. So it was go, every week. Go, go, a thousand times go, go. It, it was, it was each week they would, they would, something bad <laughs> would happen. And then he would get in his helicopter and they'd have a, a short montage of cutscenes of the helicopter shooting down another helicopter. And then boom, the problem was solved. I only but have one truth- requirement, Trevor. It needs to be set in space. Okay. I'm fine with that. <laughs> 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 Why does it need to be set in space? I don't know. I just feel like that'd be an amazing way to to uh, modernize it or whatever, right? The space helicopter, Space Wolf. <laughs> I'm assuming you haven't seen this show, Jay, or did you see it as a kid? Uh, I don't think I remember watching it. I, I loved it. I can still like anytime I'm playing any sort of helicopter game of any kind. The theme song is playing in the back of my head. Even as a kid on the on the Atari, when I'd play Chopper Command, the theme song to Airwolf was playing in the back of my head. Look it up, folks. I'm not going to sing okay. it like the co-host. Uh, I, You're lost. I will give <laughs> a pity go to this one. <laughs> <laughs> it's interesting to me that all the other things, like... They remade Dukes of Hazard. They they remade Hawaii Five O. They remade um, the A Team. They remade Knight Rider, um, but they've never remade Airwolf. And it's basically it fits right in with all of that stuff. It's I think it was even produced by the same guy, the Belisario or whatever picture. All right, come back to me quick because we're running out of time, right? But I just realized the Saturday morning cartoon that I should have said. And look, there's only one right answer, okay? Uh, Dungeons and Dragons, the cartoon. Have you, did you see the the um, the TV commercial? Yes, I saw the TV commercial from like was, from like South America or something yeah, where they use the characters. Action. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But I, I'm not even saying live action. Just modernized cartoon, same plot. Kids <laughs> from the modern world sucked into Dungeons and Dragons world. Oh, I'm getting like I'm getting like teary eyed just thinking about it. Another property that's very difficult to you can't get it on streaming yeah, and very yeah. difficult to find the DVDs. Out. I like found the DVDs in like a weird bargain bin years ago, and they are not in great shape. The DVDs uh. are. Yeah. Well, and I mean, frankly, the show doesn't actually hold up that. Well, to be fair, most of those 80s cartoons were very they were intended to be keep the kids entertained for 10 minutes until the next commercial break and then sell them toys. Yeah, you're right. You're right. It was not, it was, I mean, modern cartoons are so much better because they actually tell a story. Those old cartoons were like, let's have, you know, we'll have a MacGuffin, you know, something will happen and then they'll resolve it. And in between each of those three sections, we're going to blast the kids with, with candy, uh, breakfast cereals and toys as much as we possibly can. And we love it. it, This is obviously (laughs) going to get a go for me. Nice. Well done. I I was I was not sold honestly until I saw the commercial that they did with the live action. I mean I know it was only a minute and a half long or whatever. It was, it was a so long, cool though. <laughs> but I was like, this is amazing. 
I would throw my money at the screen to have this, you know, as a <laughs> real property that I could watch on a weekly basis or whatever. Okay, so I have another one to pitch to you guys. Uh, this one would probably never actually happen uh, because this movie literally almost like ended Disney making animated movies. Whoa. Okay. It went, it went that poorly. <laughs> um, but did, did either of you watch the Disney animated movie, the black cauldron? It really almost, yeah, I watched it. I thought it was awesome. It really almost ended Disney. I mean, animation. Yes. <laughs> like I'll link, I'll link you an article about it, Josh, but like it was a huge bomb. It was like this way scarier movie than I think than anything they've done before, before. Really, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I mean, I think I think, you know, parents took small children to the theater expecting a Disney experience and got something a little darker than what they expected. I was like, "Oh my gosh, this Horn King is going to give my children nightmares for <laughs> ages so so can i tell you guys a funny story uh, i need to i need to to preface this for the audience because most of the audience does isn't aware that um i'm i'm the type of person that can fall asleep uh basically anywhere and as and i'm pretty sure it's genetic as a child my grandmother would fall asleep reading stories to me mid-sentence and my father has the same problem. You know, it's it's a mild, maybe mild form of narcolepsy. I don't know. But um, it certainly gets worse. I'm diabetic, so it certainly gets worse when my blood sugar is off or when I'm overweight. And um, as a child, uh, I never saw this movie from front to back because I'm sure I fell asleep. I actually own it on Amazon. I can stream it at any point. I've still not seen it. Um, I've watched the what? beginning of it uh, probably <laughs> the, the first I would oh, say first amazing. half hour to half hour to forty five minutes of the show I've seen I don't know at least four times at least four times I've never seen the ending of it um, but I will say that uh, I can tell you from the first forty five minutes that the film is not good um, interesting <laughs> so my my go or no go is based on is this going to be more accurate to the original property which I've heard is much better I love um, the books yeah I mean. Yeah, for those of you who don't know, the These books are, Lloyd are Alexander. yeah, they're a young adult. Um, it, it almost feels like a more like a a myth that he is recounting. Um, and it's it's five novels, and they're quite good. So, yeah. Uh, anyway, so I've never I've never seen the film from start to finish, but I've seen the beginning of it many times, uh, <laughs> and. I think that if it were redone well and the story were the, the, the script were rewritten in a way that would, I'd be all bored. Um, I love the idea of it. Um, I just, I can tell that some of the characters are a little off in the, at least in the beginning part of the show. So it's also one that like it, they, they, they try to convince, condense a five book um, series. series into a you know, uh, hour and a half movie. Yeah, that so, is true. So, sort of like the Lord of the Rings cartoon from the late seventies. Yeah, so which was you know, also I would, awesome. <laughs> I actually like that one, but I do. I look at it and I go, "Wow, they really cut out." Yeah, tons right. Of stuff. Right. I do think that it could very easily um, become like a Netflix series that could be cool. So, all right. Well, that takes up our time, and uh, maybe we'll do a bonus episode on this where we uh, do some more. Maybe we won't, but where we continue <laughs> can... 
Trevor's pitch brigade. I, I can I can even tell you some more anecdotes about how when I fall asleep it causes me life issues and talk about my ex-wife for a while. <laughs> uh, I vote no for that, but brigade <laughs> members, you can vote yes. 